0: What is up ladies and gentlemen, it is Saturday as this comes out, New Year's Eve, December 31st, Uh, welcome to the third installment of the Take for Take podcast, half the squad is here, myself and Trent holding it down for the boys, Trent, what's up?
1: Austin, how we doing, how we doing, little late late night pod, but. No, we're here for you guys, man of the people.
0: Hey, we're doing it. We're doing it for the people. Gage and Ernie are with us in spirit. Uh, they cannot join us tonight, but you know, it is what it is. We're doing what we got to do, adapt, and we thrive in these uh, inopportune situations. So we're doing the best what we we're can. We're all about. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, nice little show for you guys today. All football. All football today. I am absolutely pumped. Um, we're currently recording this as Tennessee is playing Clemson in the Orange Bowl, um, up eight. Yeah. Tennessee's up eight, about five minutes left in the third quarter. Um, Trent, you got, do you have any action this weekend or like today at all?
1: Yeah, it was a good set of games. I, I had a, uh, a line parlay that I really felt good about, um, started off with Maryland, um, over NC State. They ended up getting the win. I had Notre Dame, um, who ended up squeaking out a great game. I don't know if you caught any of that game against South Carolina, but um, back and forth game, they ended up winning that game. I have Clemson tonight. Unfortunately, I did have UCLA. Um, they were minus nine, so I don't even. they were at least a minus 300 favorite. And they scored a go-ahead touchdown with only I believe 40 seconds remaining, and, and Pitt went down and kicked the game-winning field goal. So kind of a gut punch there, um, but it was—I mean, it was a great slate of games. It's what you want for bowl season as you get close to New Year's. All one-possession games. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Was, I don't know if you saw the end of that. <laughs> I,
0: did, I did. But that was did. that was electric. It was,
1: uh, it was bonkers. So
0: yeah, that was that was electric. Same with the um, Notre Dame South Carolina game. I was kind of busy today, so I didn't really watch some of the like, the majority of these games, like, in their entirety. But um, this Notre Dame-South Carolina game, I turned it on. I believe it was 38-31 Notre Dame, and they were driving, and they threw an interception in the end zone, and South Carolina took yeah. it back 100 yards.
1: 100 yard. Yeah, yeah
0: it was, like, the perfect time to turn the game on, turn it on, and then I was like, yeah, we'll just watch the other this real quick. Yeah, that was perfect. And then I did catch a little bit of um, Maryland and NC State, the Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> all, all the people fucking chugging Mayo in the stands, and uh, Maryland's coach getting the Mayo dunk, dunked on him at the end of the game. I did see that. but Yeah, it was, it was fun. Gotta
1: love, gotta love America.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Bowl we'll season's, all about. Both seasons <laughs> been a lot of fun, dude. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I don't like... Betting-wise, I haven't really had much like action on it. I've just really enjoyed just kind of just kicking my feet up and just watching the games. So that's been fun. But uh, yeah,
1: I I haven't touched too many games except like I said, I had that parlay today. But every just a couple sprinkles here and there. I, right. I, I kind of broke even, but today was kind of a good punch.
0: Yeah. But uh, tomorrow or today, when you're listening to this, is uh is the day we've all been waiting for. You and I both. The uh. Buckeye faithful holding it down for the podcast, but uh, we'll get at we'll we'll get into those two uh, the playoff games and the um, Rose Bowl. Um, I believe Bama that's the Sugar Bowl. Bama and Kansas State. Yeah, uh, Sugar yeah, Bowl. Yep. Yeah, we we'll get in we'll get into those games here in a second. Let's just recap really quickly. Um, week sixteen bet the best bets we had. We no show last week holiday season. Everybody was um. Caught up, you know, family, travel doing their own thing. And we had that fucking ice snow weather storm, whatever you want to call it. Point yeah. is a lot going on last week, no show. We did put out our picks on Twitter. Take four take underscore. Check us out. But um a little recap. Um I went two and one. Um I had Justin Jefferson over ninety two yards. That was a solid dub. I also had Niners minus six and a half. They covered easily, one by 17 over Washington. And the only L I took was Christmas Eve, Eagles plus five. They ended up losing by six. Garner Minshew, yeah, that was awful. Gardner Minshew played, in my opinion, incredible all game. Just that late pick, which led to a... Um, Cowboys field goal go up six wasn't ideal but it's yeah that was that big. fumble
1: that was, too the, the Miles fumble. Sanders fumble yes
0: I'm sorry not not was, even the pick uh, yeah that's the
1: that's well, he the threw the pick and then the, the fumble like the next drive yeah the fumble was the, was the, the only way that that you could have lost that that uh, that cover my dad had the same he was on uh, the Eagles too so I was watching with him for the holidays and he was he was pretty distraught so yeah. Yeah, I feel your pain there yeah that one was Tough rough. Beat.
0: But yeah, two and one. We'll take it positive on the week. So
1: yeah, I I also went two and one, and like you, uh, we were both on the Niners minus six and a half. Niners
0: uh, are so a, Niners pretty, are a wagon, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. They, I just it's hard to bet against them at this point. Um, I was on the Texans plus three and a half. They ended up winning outright. Uh, turns out it was probably my last chance to bet against Malik Willis, at least rookie year Malik Willis. Um, so I hope you guys cashed in these last couple of weeks because uh, yeah, I called that. He's not I, an NFL quarterback.
0: No, yet. he's not. At least not yet. I, I don't. I don't. I can't remember not if yet, I said huh? it on. No, we definitely didn't say it on the pod because there was no pod. Duh. But yeah, I, I was talking about just with people in general that the uh, Texans were gonna win that game. That was just the perfect spot for a Titans letdown. Oh, yeah. And
1: yeah, I'm upset I didn't I didn't sprinkle the money line because I I thought they could win. Straight up and ended up um, doing that, just that. So, uh, so won those two and then the Broncos uh, minus three on Christmas Day. Um, that was my only loss. And yeah, I, I don't know. That wasn't even close. And, and it ended up getting Nathaniel Hackett fired. I think deservedly so. He's <laughs> probably one of the worst coaches we've seen. Yeah. He, um, at he's the atrocious. NFL level. So,
0: absolutely atrocious.
1: Seems like a nice guy, but I think it was time to go. And you can't can't fire Russ, so he was the next best, best thing, I what,
0: guess. What what do you what do you do with Russ? You know, no, we'll we'll save that for we'll get into that here in a little bit. But yeah, decent weekend for you and I, two and one each. Um, not sure what the boys, Gage and Ernie, went. They didn't really tell us, so I'm assuming it wasn't fantastic. But but yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll throw it out on Twitter.
1: If it was fantastic, they would have told us. So yeah,
0: that's a good point. But uh, let's circle back. Let's um football talk today. Let's start with college. Let's talk a little bit college playoff, some Rose Bowl, Kansas State over Bama. Let's talk a little bit of college ball, and then we'll jump into the um the Big Boy League. Also, Tennessee just scored. They are now up 21-6 end of the third quarter.
1: No, oh, I'm glad my parlay's toast because that game would have pissed me off. Clemson's out gain them by at least hundred yards. Yeah. Have that, double the first downs. So <laughs> it's just one of those games. Like they're all American kickers. Was over three on on kicks to start the game. So
0: yeah, that one's tough. Yeah, let's just jump right into it, man. Bama, Kansas, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Caesar Superdome. Um it's a good twelve o'clock game. Um I'm not really sure what the line is. I think it's Bama. I got it right
1: here. Yeah, go it, ahead. So it's it's actually funny, looking at these lines, they've kind of been the same for a better part of a month. And all of a sudden, you're seeing some late, late line movement, not only in this Alabama-Kansas State game, but the Ohio State game uh, just moved. And we can touch on that a little bit. But uh, Bama's up to minus seven, which is kind of what you expect, I guess, at when it gets closer to the game, um, when the general public will start betting it and and of course, they're going to see that matchup, and they're going to they're going to put their money on Alabama. So because yeah, this but, opened, I think at four and a half, I want to say. Yeah, but why? Um, no, I don't understand. Now we weren't. Go ahead.
0: I don't understand why they're a touchdown favorite. I mean, they're good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They're definitely not.
1: Like, I think they've elite. been overvalued all year. They, I, and they they opened at four and a half, and I think that was partly because we didn't know what was going to happen with with Bryce Young and uh, Will Anderson if they're going to play. Yeah, um, but, but they have no opt outs. They're playing, and I think people will just are just gonna bet that um, bet that number up. I don't yeah. know what the public money is, but I I'd assume it's over eighty percent. Yeah, um, I got hotel. it right
0: here. It is. I think I saw seventy five percent. Yes. No, no. So seventy four percent of the public money is on Kansas State getting seven. Actually.
1: What? Oh, maybe it's seven.
0: Yeah. I
1: see it at seven. At seven.
0: I'm not sure what uh what the public was on when it first came out, but
1: what are you uh what side are you looking at?
0: I'll I'll probably stay off like real money wise, but my gut is telling me to take Kansas State. I'm not really sure on yeah. the money line, but like they're nine and three ATS, nine three and one, but I mean Kansas State is good. <laughs> Like, like they are, they're, they're good. A good they average, team. they average thirty-three a game, two hundred on the ground. Like their defense is solid. I mean, they only give up twenty points a game, but it's like they're good. Like Kansas State is good. No,
1: they're really good. And and you gotta think like, what's the motivation in this game? You know, this is Kansas State's probably biggest game in fifteen years. Right. I, know, I think they played played they played for like a, a big. They might have been in the sugar bowl um, in the early, to mid 2000s, but uh, this is like this is their Super Bowl. This is it. Um, yeah. And then you gotta wonder where where Bama. I mean, give give Bryce and, and Will Anderson credit for for playing and not opting out. Um, I wish we could see more of that in the sport, but still, I mean, you gotta you gotta. Think where their minds are, and this isn't. This is kind of a consolation prize for them. While well, Kansas State is, is going to be playing their hearts out. So
0: yeah, I mean, I could see. I yeah, could I'm see. gonna
1: jump. I'm gonna jump all over that seven.
0: Yeah, I mean, I might take it now. that, that I'm looking at it. <clears throat> Sorry, everybody, <laughs> I'm fighting a little bit of a uh, little little cold. You know, when it goes from negative 10 degrees outside to 65 in a matter of two days, it's uh it's a bit of a struggle for the boy.
1: You don't make you feel better. What's up? Squad ride on the, the Wildcats.
0: Squad ride on the Wildcats. You yeah. know what? I'm in. Right now. Kansas State plus seven. I'm in. That's all I needed. I'm in. I just. Yeah. I'm I, I, in it right I, now. I think Bama wins. I just they they definitely do not win by a touchdown.
1: Yeah, I mean they've been it's kind of been their their mo all year. You know what I mean? Just kind of squeaking by, not covering spreads, and um, I feel like that. I, I'm surprised that the public money is uncanny. They must have switched when that, once it got up to seven, so... Um, right. But yeah, I, I just think you're getting, you're getting a couple extra points there, so...
0: Yeah, I like that. I like I'm, I'm really excited. I'm glad that's a noon game, too. I'm excited. Just wake up, eat some breakfast, do what you gotta do, turn on... Uh, yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, I like that. I, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh... What, we, what else we got? Iowa, Kentucky, that's a Poop game. I yeah, got absolutely zero interest in that.
1: Same with. I always the, wonder how these, how, how those games, like uh, that game should have been a week ago. You know what I mean? Like, why is that <laughs> yeah. competing with Alabama, Kansas State? No one's gonna watch Iowa, Kentucky.
0: Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Music the same City, City time bowl. slot,
1: so. Yeah,
0: I, I don't really get that. But uh, let's get into the meat, meat and bones of uh, playoff season or of uh, bowl season, which is the playoffs.
1: Austin, awesome. before, you, before you do that, yeah, do you yeah, want to yeah. guess the, uh, the total number, the over-under in Iowa-Kentucky?
0: Over-under Iowa-Kentucky, I'm going to say... Is Will Levis playing? I don't think so. If he's not playing, I'm going to say it can't be any more than 35, 36. 31. 31? <laughs> Bro, What?
1: 31
0: points so i mean i'm kind of not surprised because i was stinked but 31 uh, uh, in a bowl game
1: yeah. yeah i was uh given two and a half so
0: honestly bro, honestly think. bro that's taking the other there is not like i'm, I'm not going to do it because it's absolutely terrifying but it would not be like that would not be a bad play <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like Iowa, Kentucky, Army, Navy—those are the two games you're gonna get that yeah. total at. No, so.
0: Iowa stinks, dude.
1: Iowa so big. Yeah, I will not be watching a second of that game.
0: No, not at all. But uh, let's let's jump right into it, bro. Uh, Four o'clock game, two, three versus two, TCU, Teton. Um, I'll let you go. I'll let you go ahead because I have some thoughts on this game, but I'm curious as to not not like forget the gambling side just like the as a football fan like what are your thoughts on this game
1: it's tough um i think i think tcu is a good team um i don't think the big 12 is great this year but i think that kansas state and TCU were were legit uh good teams tcu has been resilient all year um I think this is a game where it starts off really competitive. I could see TCU even getting out to a, a early lead. Um, I think Michigan kind of work on them with, the, with their, their big, big boys up front um, kind of dominate the line of scrimmage as the game goes on. It's kind of been their, their calling card all year. Um, I, I do think he's them some trouble in the secondary. I think Max Duggan can make plays. Um, with his arm and his feet, which um, outside of of um, C.J. Stroud, is definitely the best quarterback they're going to face all year, right? So, um, I think this game is closer than people think. From a gambling perspective, my bet in this game would be TCU first half. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the, the line is on that right now. I'm, I'm guessing if Michigan's um, given seven is, and a half, You're looking at
0: it's five and a half
1: somewhere around – Five and a half. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. I like TCU plus five and a half first half a lot. Um, I could see them kind of taking a 17 14 lead, 17 13 lead into halftime. I do think Michigan will end up um, getting the victory and, and, and winning the game. But, yeah. I just um, I think it's closer. I think it's closer than people think.
0: Yeah. I've, everything I've seen and everything I've heard is. Everybody completely counting out TCU. And, like, like it's so hard to, like, I don't know. I don't know if this is, like, my bias coming in because it's Michigan. But it's, like, getting a touchdown in this kind of game, like, this important of a game in, like, this atmosphere, it's, like, it doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. Because, like you said, TCU is not bad. And Max Duggan is—he's not elite. He's not like gonna throw for 400 yards and completely rack up the the stat sheet or fill up the he, stat sheet. But like,
1: he's a playmaker. Yeah. He's a playmaker, he's and he's got that player. dog.
0: Like he's a dog. He's got that dog in him, and it's like you can't count out a kid like that, especially coming off like the way that they lost in the Big 12 Championship, having a month to like let that seep in and just like fuel them. I don't know. Like I think like I think Michigan wins, but I would absolutely not be surprised if TCU is there at the end of the game with an opportunity to win the game. Like Quentin John- or Quentin Johnson, I think he's going to make plays. Michigan's secondary isn't like fantastic, but like I don't know. I think it's going to be very close. Donovan Edwards for Michigan, I think is going to run all over TCU. I just I just don't see them um Gaining that separation. I mean, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I, I think the only reason why you would see this number at this at seven and a half is because just kind of the history of the playoff, where there have been a lot of blowouts in the semifinals from generally the, the better seed. Um but I just think matchup wise, like it it's not a game like I'll be surprised if Michigan just comes out of the gate firing. You know what I mean? They're right. generally a slow starting team anyway, and they kind of wear on you. So that's why I really like TCU in the first half. But yeah, I mean, if I had to pick a side for the whole game, gun to my head, I would, I would take the uh, seven and a half with TCU.
0: Yeah, I probably would too. I'm, I'm not gonna lay anything on this game, um, unless I look at it. And something just drastically changes my mind, but like nothing here screams Michigan blowout at all. I don't know. I'm I'm super yeah. pumped. I'm super pumped. And we get TCU purple in the playoffs, oh, which
1: this is my this is my
0: <laughs> dude. Come on, we
1: we needed those colors.
0: We needed uh, those this.
1: We're getting tired of the the Clemson orange and shit. Like I, I need, and that I need burnt,
0: this, and that crimson, crimson red. Yeah.
1: yeah, fuck all that. Yeah, this is this is awesome. I love their uniform. uh <laughs> colors are, are fantastic. They, they, so. they better
0: they better yeah. wear the purple tops and the black bottoms. And if they don't, I yeah. will be so disappointed. We can actually, yeah, we can probably pull it up. Actually, let me look.
1: Michigan's probably as the better will probably where their whites. I would think.
0: Yeah, let me see if I can pull up what um, if they like released their uniforms yet. Well, they're wearing they're wearing white. That. They're wearing white. TCU is.
1: TCU is. So T- Michigan's probably wearing the blues.
0: Probably, I but they got they got the I'm all white more. white helmet, purple accents. It's, it looks pretty nice, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah
1: yeah if you had to give us score prediction for that game final score oh score,
0: god record. um so I like total, the I like the over sitting
1: at fifty seven and a
0: half yeah I think that over like its smashed I see i'm gonna say forty four thirty eight Michigan wow. um I think TCU, down six, drives late in the game. I think they get past midfield, and they turn it over on downs. They, you know, sack here or, you know, a negative rush, no timeouts left. They're scrambling, and I just, yeah, I think think they drive late in the game, down six, and they don't end up scoring. So 44-38. Uh, TCU is what I'm predicting. I'm sorry, 44-38 Michigan.
1: Yeah, if I if I had to throw a prediction, I don't think it'll be quite this high, but I think it could sneak over something like 34-29. Um, that gets me over, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I, I think it'd be something weird like that. Um,
0: I mean, something's think- got to like, something's got to give. Like both of these games. I mean, in this game this game TCU. Their offense is top 20 in the country, and Michigan's defense is, what, top 10, top 5, arguably, in the country. Like, something's got to give. TCU They average 40 a game, and I think Michigan gives up less than 20. Let me pull it up. I could be wrong, but point is, like, something's got to give, and in these kind of situations, I kind of favor the offense. I just, I don't know.
1: I think this is just a great appetizer to the. Both, I mean, both of these games are just great compared to what we've had in the past, where sometimes like the the one seed four seed matchup is like you're getting like a like peak Alabama versus right.
0: like a Bama, like an, an over- Bama versus Baylor. What was it 20, 2018? Well, no, I
1: know that they played Notre Dame. Maybe that's right. Yeah, uh, that, that was
0: with a uh, Najee Harris. The Najee Harris. Yeah, league. the Mac
1: Jones team, and I, think, I think they were playing like. Eighteen and a half. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I know that was the dominant team, but like, it, it's nice that these teams are kind of all around a touchdown in terms of right um, what we're getting at a sprint. So, well, like, these these
0: sure. are these are the best four teams in the country. No matter how you rank them, one through four, they're the best four teams. And I think this is arguably the one one of the few, if not the only time, that the committee has gotten the best four teams right.
1: Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. So.
0: Yeah. But well, yeah, Georgia, taking on the Buckeyes, nightcap. Um, yeah, go ahead. Chick-fil-A bowl. I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A bowl. Chick-fil-A peach bowl. Sorry. That's
1: yeah, all right. Um, So I'm looking at ESPN here. Um, Fandle, they're still six and a half. But uh, even on Fandle, Ohio State plus six and a half is is up to minus one twenty, and just looking on ESPN here, uh, Georgia's down to minus six. So, and this is a situation where, where almost eighty percent of the money is on the pub, is on Georgia, the public money. So, this is kind of reverse line movement, right? So you're getting all the public hammering Georgia, and and um, Vegas is gonna is gonna even bump down the line to only six. So that makes me feel good as a Buckeye fan, to be honest, because I like fading the public and I like that reverse line movement from the sharps.
0: Everybody, Uh, everybody and their mom is counting out Ohio state. And I love it. I love
1: it. I love it too.
0: I am so glad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I was nervous up until probably a week ago. And then I kind of just got this weird, Weirdly really confident way, of just like, you know what, like, sometimes we get too caught up with, like, the last thing we saw. Agreed. And, like, no doubt, the last thing we saw from Ohio State was bad, right? Like, they they choked. They shit the bed. It broke. Right. And I was in that, I was in that stadium and I could, you could feel it. Like, the, the vibe in that stadium was off. Like, we knew that it, Michigan kind of just broke us mentally.
0: Um, yeah, but what better, what better way to come back Georgia is, is playing essentially right. a home game. I mean, it's in Atlanta. And you you sneak in, right? You call it luck, you call it coincidence, whatever, getting in as before. And you have an opportunity to go play a team that people have labeled as the national champions since September. And just and have the have the opportunity to beat them in their home state like
1: yeah
0: i'm not even playing really and sensitive. that would fuel me like beyond belief
1: yeah and they've really been crowned champions since they smacked oregon week one
0: right um, I just,
1: so. and here's the thing i want to see this is just strictly as an ohio state fan um i i like how they got this month off to kind of reset and i hope ryan day um really really like takes a look in the mirror and says like listen like the key like if i know the keys to success for the game then he should know the keys to success right <laughs> Pre- you got to attack that that defense uh vertically the secondary, not need the right. all passing games no more bubble screens you have marvin harrison junior you have emeka Ibuka. you have cj stroud it does a great deep ball like wh- when have you been watching an ohio state fan as a, or ohio state game as a fan and said like why did we throw the ball deep right never Right, like yeah. you have to attack these guys deep. You have to give give Marvin these jump ball scenarios. These corners, they're they're good. They're not great. This isn't this isn't like a the greatest secondary you're gonna see. No, it's it, um, it's it, honestly it, their weak spot. It, it, so, it's a
0: significant weak spot for them. This is it's one of these. It's one of the things I have written down. Is like attack George. Like you, like exactly like you just said. You gotta attack them vertically. They're 103rd in the country in pass defense. Like that, like that is where you're going to beat them. You're not going to be able to run on them. And if if the O line can give C J Stroud a little bit of time and get allow the receivers to get downfield, like it's it's going to be there.
1: Yeah.
0: And what I'm really interested to see is Marvin Harrison. Obviously, he's going to get all the attention, rightfully so, right? So they're going to be shadowing him. That leaves Abuka and Julian Fleming and Xavier Johnson and all these guys, these these crossers, you know, 10, 15 yard crossing routes. I, I feel are going to be open all game. And you know, you chip, 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 chip away, and then you can hit Harrison or Abuka on that go ball, on that deep that deep sideline fade or whatever. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: the opportunity is there.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Like and I hate I hate that like. You and I are Ohio State fans because people are gonna come out our necks for this, for like saying all this. But like, talk to anybody that's that like knows college ball this year. Like, they have a chance to win this game. Like, they have a, a strong opportunity to win this game.
1: And I think it's I think it's really up to like I'm not trying to take anything away from Georgia. No, Georgia's they're, phenomenal. They're really, really good team. Um, but they're not as good as last year. Okay, and, and how can you be? They lost seven defensive starters to the NFL draft. Um, you know Kirby Smart is going to blitz. You know he's going to bring the pressure. Um, so CJ's going to have to ball out. He's going to have to make quick decisions, and he's going to have to give his, especially Marvin Harrison Jr., because if they're going to blitz and they're going to leave him single covered, they're he's going to have to give him a chance um, and and just let him win those jump ball Uh, situations because that's another weakness of the Georgia DBs, right? They're not – their ball skills are lacking. They they might be able to stick with you on the cover side of things, but they can't get their head around. So the the recipe's there, and and I I think, honestly, this is the one team that Georgia wouldn't want to see out of the three remaining teams in the playoffs. So it's all there, and I think it's all in Ohio State's hand, and and most importantly, it's in Ryan Day's hand. So he needs to dial it up.
0: Yeah, and – He's one of the best coaches in America, and I'm sure Kirby Smart has a game plan too. But just there's too many weapons on offense for there not to be some kind of attack ready to go. I just
1: Do we want, yeah. Do you do you have any thoughts on the, the other side of the ball, Georgia's offense versus Ohio State's defense?
0: Um, Ohio State is susceptible in the see I like. Their DB, like Ohio State's defense DBs, like they play really, really well, and then they look like shit. And there's really no middle ground. Like I think they're, I think the front seven, their D line and linebackers are are good enough to contain the run. Georgia's not really, uh, you know, like known to run the ball. They do average 200 a game, but they're more of an air it out kind of offense from what I've seen. Um.
1: Georgia likes to throw the ball. Um,
0: yeah, I'm not, I'm not too. They, wor- I'm probably, not too worried about their offense. To be totally honest with you now, as you think about it.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like they, they, like to throw the ball, and they probably throw too much, considering the talent they have at wide receiver. Um, they're obviously their two tight ends, uh, Brock Bowers. Yeah, Brock in, Bowers
0: you know, is best, and Darnell Washington. But, yeah.
1: Darnell Washington. Yeah. He, I mean, those guys are just freaks. But I think. I think Ohio State matches up better against them than like if they had like, for example, the 2020 Alabama team with like Waddle and Devonta Smith, like, they right. didn't have any any answers for them. So yeah, I mean Brock,
0: uh, Brock Bowers is the only guy I'm really worried about. I mean he has se- over 700 yards. I mean Kenny McIntosh, who is their running back, is their third leading receiver, and
1: yeah, they yeah. have no receiver
0: time. Mc- McCon- McConkey, I think it's it. Like McCockney or whatever. McConkey, I forget exactly how you say his name, but
1: Lad, Lad. Yeah, low, yeah they,
0: they, he's he's like their their playmaker, other than Bowers. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: they'll I, use him on like uh, like jet sweeps, those little. Hot yeah. Passes. Right. He's kind of like their their Swiss Army knife, but he's not gonna, he's not someone that's going to stretch you in vertically.
0: No, that's yeah. what I mean. Like if you can. You can contain the edge, and honestly, I would invite, like, I would just contain the edge, contain the outside, and just key in on Bowers. I, I don't know. like, I, I'm not too worried about Georgia's offense putting up crazy numbers. The, the matchup, obviously, is Ohio State's offense first. No, Georgia's defense, like, I don't, I don't think, I'm not too worried about Stetson Bennett. I, I'm not high on him at all. I just... He he's a winner, but he's I don't know, dude. If yeah. you if you can contain Brock Bowers and on the defensive side of the ball limit Jalen Carter, I don't think you can completely contain him like a, a player of his caliber. But if you can limit him, then I think Ohio State would be just fine. Yeah,
1: that's their one huge advantage. I mean, he's a freak and. Yeah. The strength of Ohio State's offensive line is the tackles, not the interior. So he could have a huge game and kind of wreck what we got, what we're trying to do. Um, he's just a freak. I mean, yeah, I mean he's, I a, would take he's him, better than. Uh, I would take him number one. In a, yeah, I, I would take him one overall.
0: I would too. Who's the who's the the end that went number one last year from Georgia? Why am I forgetting his name. Plays in Jackson. Uh, Trayvon, Trayvon, Trayvon Walker. Walker. Yes, I'd take. Jalen Carter or uh, Trayvon Walker.
1: Definitely. So. I think I think Jalen Carter would go one if he went last. Well, I don't know if he if he was the player that he is now. I yeah. think he would go one in that draft.
0: Yeah, I agree. So he's the best defensive player in America. But, uh, Agreed. Yeah, I mean we I, I could talk about this game for for hours. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so fucking pumped for this football game.
1: You got a score prediction?
0: Yeah. Um I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the hate. I I'm, I'm I'm it happens every Ohio State game no matter this significance it comes my way but hearing after hearing this it's going to come even more and I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Ohio State will beat Georgia. Ohio State will score 40 plus. Wow. It will be 45. 35, Ohio State.
1: That would go. So you're, so you like the over in both of these semifinal games. I do. The number here is, is 62. I do. Uh, I would say, I would say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick Ohio State to win. Like again, bring on the hate. So I would say something you know like what? 37. Yeah. 30, 31.
0: I'm so I'm sorry. I just saw your thunder. Go ahead.
1: I was just saying 37-31, 30, Ohio State is my prediction. I, I do feel good about that reverse line movement, man. Like
0: Yeah.
1: Anytime the public is so heavy and they, they move the line the opposite direction, it's like like you gotta feel good because they're not gonna do that. They're not stupid. Right. Vegas, Vegas wasn't built on losing money, right? So yeah, they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah,
0: I'm changing I'm changing my score prediction. I don't think I don't think we win by ten points. I'm I'm taking Ohio State forty-one, Georgia. I'll keep my thirty-five, six-point win for the yeah. Buckeyes. 41-35, 30, Ohio State.
1: So we got we both have Ohio State by six.
0: Both have Ohio State by six. And do not be surprised if TCU wins the first game. Just saying. But. Any other thoughts? As
1: an Ohio State fan, would you yeah? As an Ohio State fan, would you rather play Michigan again to get revenge, or would you rather play BCU? Um, we beat Georgia.
0: The fan in me would say, give me Michigan.
1: Yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, I
0: think, I think the winner of Georgia Ohio State wins the national championship regardless. Um, but yeah, as a as a as a Buckeye fan, I want Michigan. Um, as a football fan, I think they have a better chance against TCU. But mm. yeah, we'll see. So
1: can't wait, dude.
0: You got any thoughts on that game? Or like any just any other last thoughts on
1: I'm so no, I'm, I'm so just, fucking
0: just, pumped, dude. I'm so
1: yeah
0: fucking excited. You you yeah, you, you uh what do you like what are you doing for the game? New Year's Eve you going out? You watch at the bars. You going watch at the crib. What's up?
1: I, don't know, I haven't decided. I have a couple different options. Um, I like to watch at the crib. Yeah. Just because I think it would it better be an experience. But I don't know. I'm playing it by ear. What about you?
0: I will be at an unknown location by myself watching this football game.
1: <laughs>
0: I can't. I can't be in a crowded area. And not be able to sit in my own thoughts.
1: I'll tell you what, if they, if we do win, I will be out.
0: What a way to bring in 2023. What
1: a way. I will be at the bar if we win. <laughs> I guarantee that. Nuts, dude.
0: All right, so we both got, what, Michigan and Ohio State playing in a natty? Right. Yes, sir. Cool. Alright, uh, the boys, they don't have any picks. They didn't give them to us. But uh, let's move on to the, to the grown men league. Decent slate. We will run through these um, game by game. Talk a little bit here and there. And kind of, yeah, kind of just give you guys our thoughts. But uh, before we go into that, there's there was some decent news that came out. Just on the the, the week as a whole. In the NFL world, JJ um, Watt retired or will retire at the end of the year. Arguably, one of the best defensive players of all time. That's probably one of your uh, plugs right there, giving you that information that JJ Watt's a first-ballot Hall of Famer. But.
1: Yeah, he's he's already been uh,
0: <laughs> he's been inducted already. Yeah, five-time All-Pro. <laughs> led the league in sacks twice over 110 sacks in his career top 5 in the NFL since 2011 i mean 191 tackles for loss since he's entered the league which is the most in the league 74 sacks in his first 5 seasons like and then he had that stretch from um what was it 2012 to 2016 2015 2016 where he was defensive player of the year 3 times and he was runner up for MVP. I want to say 2014. Yeah, 2014, the year Aaron Rodgers won. And you remember that season? He had he caught three touchdowns as a uh, tight end.
1: <laughs> I do remember that. They had they had him in like the goal line.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was so a goal line guy. He had three touchdown catches. He had a pick six, and he had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. And listen to this. Uh, he is the only player in NFL history to have all three of those so a receiving touchdown pick six and a fumble recovery for a touchdown first player in NFL history to have all three in one season he and Deion Sanders are the only two players in NFL history to do it in their entire career JJ watt did it in one season dude the dude is is insane he's yeah without a doubt first yeah bout it, famer. yeah
1: I'll say you can make probably make an argument that at the peak of his powers he was maybe the most dominant defensive player in NFL history. Um, it sucks that injury failed the longevity of his career. Yeah. Because I mean he was he was doing things that that we'd never seen before never seen. just in terms of production. So yeah, I mean hell you, of a career. Uh, you gotta wonder why he chose to. Play his last couple of years in Arizona.
0: Um, well, didn't didn't Texas uh, Houston kind of like give up on him?
1: Yeah, but he I remember he was a free agent. Um, two I think it was two years ago, or maybe three years ago now. because uh, I think he either asked for his release from the Texans or they kind of granted it because they were rebuilding, and he had the pick up really any team. And just kind of odd that he hitched his wagon to Arizona. Maybe yeah. just like the weather down there. But know. you would think a guy like that was that great would want to kind of try to compete for a Super Bowl and right, yeah, not gonna do that. with...
0: yeah, it's gonna be a shame to King see. Him. Yeah, it's gonna be a shame to see him not win one. That's gonna be like the only thing he won't be able to like check off his list of accomplishments is a uh, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So right, but okay, let's just jump right into it. Let's start with that game: Cardinals Falcons. Uh, we, let me pull up the, uh, the games here so I can, uh, you know, be a little organized. Cardinals, Falcons, Cardinals, Falcons plus, uh, Falcons at home minus six. You got anything here? Cause I got nothing.
1: Yeah, I, I had the Falcons at not a best bet, but I liked them at three and a half. I think they were, uh, a couple days ago when I saw it. I don't know why this line moves so much. If it's, I know Cardinals they announced David Blau as the starter. Uh,
0: not not uh McSorley.
1: No, they're not going with McSorley. Wow.
0: Interesting. Throw
1: on a dime. Um, I don't know how much of a difference that makes, but apparently Vegas thinks it does. So I like the Falcons at minus three and a half. I don't really like them at six. Yeah, so I'm I gonna mean, stay off that number. Yeah, I'm staying away.
0: Um, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Carolina going into Raymond James Stadium. Bucks minus three and a half. I would probably lean Tampa Bay here, but this just smells Panthers backdoor cover, so I got nothing.
1: Uh, one of my best bets. I'm going to take points here and ride with Carolina and Sammy Darnold. As much as that hurts me to say, I just I can't deal with Tampa Bay. They're the worst team ATS uh, this year, they're just—they're getting the credit, they're getting the respect that you know Tom Brady of ten years ago would get, and yeah. he's just not that guy anymore. He's not that guy. Um, the team isn't good. They're abysmal in terms of the coaching staff. So I think this year—I don't know if Carolina is going to win the game. Uh, actually, I probably know they're not going to win because <laughs> Tom Brady will pull some voodoo magic and. And win this game by one or something, but if you're giving me three and a half points, you know I think you're dumb not to take that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make Carolina one of my best bets.
0: Yeah, um, one of these teams is three eleven and one ATS, and it's not Carolina. (laughs) Yeah. So take that as you please. But uh, next game, your brownies coming off of a. Lost to the Saints. They go to Washington, take on the Commanders. Game started as a pick'em. It is now I see Commanders one and a half. Gage, mm-hmm. Brother Gage is on the Commanders, minus to one and a half. I have nothing here.
1: I'm on the Brownies surprise. Second surprise. best bet plus two. Now this isn't a bias pick. Let me explain my reasoning here. Because if I if this was just, you know, the Browns Washington in a vacuum. I probably wouldn't touch the game, but I think there's a little bit of a conspiracy. And I know Gage would love this when he's listening to it uh, from the NFL here. Realistically, who do you think the NFL would rather see in the playoffs? Austin, awesome. Let me ask you a question. Um, Washington and-, and Wentz or Aaron Rodgers and the Packers.
0: Packers for sure.
1: Right. So, the Packers need Washington to lose one of these next two games. Probably this game. And if the Packers beat the Vikings, that sets up a looks like a winner take all next week between the Packers and the Lions, which I'm sure will be flexed to Sunday night. Otherwise, I think they would have to flex the Sunday night game of Jags and Titans week eighteen.
0: Yeah. But bro, Washington Washington's got top ten top ten defense and Browns have averaged the least amount of points in the league since Deshaun starts uh, started for. Listen,
1: I'm th- I'm in no way defending the Browns in this pick. But did you let me ask you another question? Did you watch the Washington Commanders uh, Giants Sunday that game from a couple weeks ago? Uh, the tie? No, no, no. no that two was, weeks after Sunday okay, Night Football. It,
0: no, I did not.
1: Okay. Well, again, shout out to Gage, but the fix was in. Washington got hosed on multiple calls, especially at the end. Oh, yeah, that, sure that was McLaurin. the Terry
0: McLaurin. Yes, I did watch most some of that game, actually.
1: I'm telling you, the NFL does not want Washington in the playoffs. They want Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I think that for the first time in NFL history, the Browns are going to get every call in a game. <laughs> um, and I think the Browns are going to win this game. Um, I, hate I don't that. think it'll be pretty, Okay. I mean, but I think they're gonna I think they're gonna squeak out and win this game I'm because gonna, of that theory. Yeah, I
0: mean that pick is nasty. I'm not gonna lie to you, but
1: so that's fine. But I, I'll I, I I bet them at two, so Browns plus two. Yeah, but I'll bet their money line as well.
0: Fair. Let's. Uh, I need to backtrack a little bit. Cardinals Falcons Gage does have a play there that he's taking the Cardinals with the plus six. So. Okay. But uh, all right. Next game is Saints Eagles. My Saints are still alive in the playoff race, the absolute juggernaut NFC South. Um, Saints are going into Philly. Philly's minus five and a half right now. I do have a play here. I have. I'm gonna play the Saint or the total over 42 and a half. Um. I'm I'm seeing 41.5 now. 41.5? Even better. It's just... um, Five of the last six in this matchup has gone over when they play in Philly. Um, Eight out of the last 12 overall has gone over. I just... Eagles offense is arguably the best in the league. Um, Saints rush defense isn't amazing. But I just... If the Saints can can get to 17, which is seems to be a consistent number for them the last few weeks, I don't think they've gone over like 17 or 20 points much like at all this year. But if they can get to 17, I think it's just fine. I think think Eagles score here. They put up 40 or I'm sorry, 34 last week against a very very good Cowboys defense. I just it's a good spot here. I like it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have action on this game. Do the, so, do, do the Saints play week eight, week 18? Because the is it the Falcons again or they
0: no? They have played the Falcons twice. Give me a second, I'll tell you here.
1: I, they still have a shot at the division. Yeah, they do.
0: Um, it's the Panthers. So.
1: So they need the Panthers to win this week. Then.
0: No, well, they're and both they they're both the- six and nine. And um,
1: right, but they would we, they would need the Panthers to beat the Bucks.
0: Yeah, well, then, because we we lost to the Panthers earlier. Right. Yeah. So if Carolina beats yeah. Tampa Bay, yeah. I I don't even know because we lost to Tampa Bay twice and we've lost to Carolina once. So, so you
1: definitely so you definitely need Carolina to win because then you'll. You'll yeah. have the tie. You won't have tiebreakers. I think if the Bucks win, you're out. Then.
0: Yeah, I think if the Bucks win, then we're mathematically eliminated. But yeah. point is, we have a slim chance to get in. I'm not really confident this week, but <sighs> so that's why I'll, I'll lay the over here.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I don't know what to do with the game, so yeah, I'll just watch.
0: Okay. Uh, some would say, not even some would say. This is just a fact. Two years ago, this is probably the worst game ever. And for a long time, it's been a, a, an awful game on paper. Jacksonville goes into Houston. Jaguars have finally found their guy, Trevor Lawrence, who is playing out of his mind. He's finally looking like an NFL quarterback. But, um, yeah, they're laying three in Houston, which I think is really low, in my opinion. I'll probably lean Jacksonville here, but... Yeah, I got nothing. Ernst, the boy Ernst, is on Jacksonville with the three here.
1: Yeah, I think I would. I don't know, that's a tough one. I don't. I don't have action. I don't have a best bet. I I'd, I'd probably stay off that because that, that line is kind of kind of fishy.
0: Is Jacksonville resting uh, guys? Do we know? I just thought of that because of the oh, win, oh, winner to right. winner take the game all doesn't matter. Yeah, this game. You're right. Yeah, this game doesn't matter. Let me check real quick, see you're if, see if they release that right.
1: yet. it's That's so odd that they, You know how many fantasy playoffs that fucked. I know. Derrick Henry on Thursday, like that's just right. brutal. Um, yeah,
0: they haven't they haven't listed anybody as out yet. But I would not be it might surprised. Might be
1: a situation where they're just. They might play, but they just kind of take it easy. Like, a lot of vanilla offense. Um, yeah, kind of like,
0: like that um, Cowboys game last night. Or Thursday night.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a stinker. So you, can,
1: you, can, you can't bet that game, then? Yeah. yeah there's no way.
0: Um, next one, Bears-Lions provided one of the most exciting games in recent weeks, a few weeks ago. Um... I have nothing here. Um, I'll probably play Justin Fields anytime touchdown. That's about probably all I'll have. You got anything here?
1: I'll probably just uh, not a best bet, but I'll probably just play the over just to have fun with this game.
0: Yeah, over Um, is fifty-two and a half.
1: Yeah, and I think this could go. The the highest on the the board. The Bears. The last two games that went over, I think, but they they should have really if you watch those games. Um. And, well, the last game against the Bills, that was just a that was a weather game, so you gotta throw that out. Right. But uh, Justin Fields in a dome, that's electric. Um, Jared Goff should shred the Bears. Uh, could be a big DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams game. Uh, it, just a lot of points either way. Yeah, both, both really poor defenses and and strong offenses. So.
0: Right. Yeah, both teams ten and five to the over. So, I like that. Yeah, it should be a
1: really fun game.
0: Um, yeah. Dolphins-Patriots. I have nothing here. Dolphins-Teddy Bridgewater is expected to start. I don't know. I think it's confirmed, but Bridgewater's going to start. Tua had another concussion. Um, kind of scared. Yeah, Jesus. Before, before we talk quickly about that line, I think Tua should sit the rest of the year and... I like the Dolphins. I really like like they're fun to watch, and I think to uh, I'm not super high on him yet, but I think he's finally kind of getting to where he needs to be to be solid in this league. But he 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 can't play the rest of this year. Like his long term health is like in jeopardy right now.
1: Yeah, it, it's odd watching him play because it's not like he's getting these concussions. Not from, like, big hits to the head. Like, he just doesn't know how to fall. Well,
0: yeah. What yeah, is that?
1: Like, it's, it's, it's he's a really, like, fragile uh, human being. Like, even in, at Alabama, like, he, his fucking, like, fibula went into his goddamn pelvis or something. Yeah,
0: something like that. Like, I, 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 yeah. yeah
1: like,
0: I, 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 I don't know. This is weird. Like, these hits that he's taken, you're right, they haven't been vicious, but. He's been hitting his head way too much, so he he needs yeah. he needs to I be mean, done.
1: It, I was kind of joking at the like when he had his first one, obviously when he was okay, like after you know he passed concussion protocol, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, maybe football just isn't for him. You know what I mean? Like he's just a fragile person, but yeah. it's just it's kind of scary to see another concussion. Did you see the play where he kind of he did smack his head?
0: Yeah, he smacked his really head, really but it, it's not one of those. Play, I mean, he obviously played the rest of the game, but it's like. It's like... You watch yeah, it happen. But it's just how he falls. That's what I mean. Yeah. You, you watch it and you're like, oh, okay, like, that kind of looked like it hurt.
1: And then, and then you, uh...
0: But nothing. flip on a
1: Vikings, you flip on a Vikings game and Kirk Cousins gets <laughs> drilled into the ground ten times a game. Yeah. Possibly. It's It's nothing. Like, he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah. So, I mean, it's weird. It's weird. Some people are durable <laughs> and some people aren't.
0: Yeah, that's all it takes, man. It's weird. One of those weird games where you... Yeah, it's just you hit your head once and it kind of just opens the door for bad things to come down the road. But yeah, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater playing or starting. Um, I th- I saw a stat the other day. I want to say he's like 20, 20 and something. Teddy covers. Yeah, Teddy covers. What? Teddy
1: it's, covers. Yeah. It's something
0: insane when he plays on the road.
1: I Think it was like twenty and seven, maybe. It might be 27,
0: like 20 and eight. I can't remember exactly what that number is, but he's elite um, against the spread on the road. The Dolphins are plus two and a half in Fox, uh, Foxborough. I have nothing here, but
1: yeah, my first instinct was to to lay the points with the Patriots, but I don't know if I can I can safely do it. Um, yeah, I just don't trust that offense and and whatever they got going on with Matt Patricia and fucking Joe judge. Like what are we doing there? So
0: I don't know. Patriots are dead.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is essentially a, uh, this is like an elimination game.
0: Yeah, it is. It is.
1: So, I mean, this is a big game, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really like watching the Patriots play football, to be honest. And the Dolphins without two isn't, isn't quite as exciting as much as, we love uh, Teddy Tripod. So. Yeah, Teddy Tripod.
0: The goat. I can't stand Mac Jones, dude. Not only is he not very good at football, he's just—he's a dirty player. Yeah. I said that. Yeah, I said that, that backwards. Was, that was only such an pick- easy and,
1: and like if I if I had to defend Mac Jones, not on the, the dirtiness, but like just like his play. Again, he's in a terrible situation with with the coaching uh, offensive coaching staff this year, going from Josh McDaniels to yeah. Um, Patricia, that fucking cocktail <laughs> of coaches. But I mean, that was the easiest college evaluation ever. Like he's not—he has a really low ceiling. He's not going to be dynamic at every anything. So, yeah, to, to spend a first-round pick on someone like that is just again mind-blowing coming from, you know, if you're an NFL organization. So.
0: Yeah, he had a mate in college, dude. We talked about it a little bit earlier that that 2020 team he had was yeah fucking godly, but.
1: Yeah, I'm wanting a chip with them. Yeah,
0: he to stinks. Be honest. Yeah, facts. fact. Um, Chiefs Broncos, nothing. I'm flying past this. I'm staying away.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I. I yeah. It's twelve and a half I mean, right now. They hired uh. uh Nathaniel Hackett like brought in someone to help him with.
0: Yeah, the the clock management the, and like situ- situational awareness.
1: Yeah, and now he's the... He, the he's the
0: internet <laughs> coach. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. That's such a shit show. Hilarious so, though. yeah. I, again, I, I wouldn't touch this game. Um, probably don't give, they have to win, but they probably don't care how much nah. they win by. Right.
0: Giants playing host to the Colts. Giants are minus five and a half right now. i probably lean Giants here just because Colts stink, but I got nothing. Neither do uh, either of the boys.
1: Yeah, I would... Uh, I'd put the Giants in like a moneyline parlay. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't think I'd be comfortable with the five and a half, but they have to win, so Right. I think they'll get get the job done. And Nick Foles, as much as I love him, looked like dog shit last week. He doesn't yeah. want to be out there, let's be honest.
0: Uh Jets, Seahawks, Jets going to Seattle. are right, Jets are minus one and a half right now, minus one twenty five on the money line. I have nothing. Ernst has the Jets minus one and a half. Um, I'd probably lean – is Mike White starting or is it still Zach
1: Wilson? Yep. yep, Mike White's back.
0: I'd probably lean Jets here, but I got nothing here.
1: Yeah, this is my third best bet of the week. I am on the over 42.5. I like um, that.
0: I like that a lot.
1: The Mike White-led Jets are um, really an offensive juggernaut. Um, so I think they're going to score in the upper 20s here. Um, and I think Seattle kind of gets back on track here, playing at home. <clears throat> uh, I think Tyler Lockett, it's like he's going to play. Um, and I think that was a really, honestly, a, a, a big blow to their offense the last couple of weeks without him playing, kind of that vertical threat that stretches the, the defense. Yeah. So um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game, and uh, my my best bet would be that over 42 and a half there.
0: Yeah, Seattle, Seattle's also owned six ATS in the last six, and they've only won five of those last six games. Or, I'm sorry, they've won yeah. one out of those last six games.
1: Yeah, so, they're, they're trending the wrong direction. Yeah, trending sure. in
0: the wrong direction. Um, Niners, going to Vegas, as everybody knows. Jared Stidham, now the starting quarterback for the Raiders. Um, mutual agreement for Derek Carr to step away from the team. Something like... He, he wants out of Vegas, and I saw something, if he got hurt or injured, he would be guaranteed almost $40 million, I believe is what it is. So it's kind of like, we want to trade you, but we don't want you to get hurt, so we have to pay you all this money and then trade you. It's a yeah. weird situation, because they're also still alive, technically, in the playoffs. They're not eliminated.
1: Are they still alive? <laughs> I believe so. It's a record. Well, either way, um, yeah, it's kind of an odd situation with the car thing. I guess, though, it, his last game was uh, was last week in a Raider uniform. I could see him going to the Jets. I could see him um, coming to your Saints, really. That'd be a nice fit.
0: I would love their car on the Saints, honestly. Yeah, uh, be an over Andy the, the Raiders are currently only two games back of the wild card, so they're not, or no, yeah, wait, no, I'm tripping.
1: I'm looking right now. Uh, they're not eliminated.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're two they're games. pretty much eliminated. Yeah, they need to win out and get a little help, but. I don't think... A lot of help, it looks yeah. like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I'd like Derek car on the Saints. He'd be nice. But yeah, I can see him going to like Indy. Um, who else?
1: I don't know. Yeah, Indy, the Jets, and uh, the Saints are the ones that jump out for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not maybe but, New England. Ooh, that, throw him with Bill Belichick. But uh. Maybe. I don't know. I, I do have a player. I'm taking the Niners minus the 9.5. I also like the over. Yeah. I'm leaning. Or I'm sorry, the under at 42.5. But my, my best bet will be Niners minus 9.5. I mean, 6-0 ATS in the last six. 4-1 ATS in the last five against the Raiders. Raiders 1-4 ATS in the last five against the NFC. Jarrett Stidham. First career start first the best defense in the nfl i will collaterally take the, the defense
1: <laughs> yeah the the only i think i was gonna jump on that too and i probably still will it won't be my best bet but i'll probably still with the niners but the only thing that gave me trepidation was kyle shanahan came out i think it was earlier this week and was like basically said like hey like we're gonna be smart like we're not we have to be healthy like yeah once we're in the if we're in the we're in the playoffs We are in the playoffs. Like we don't really care about seeding. We're going to be smart with our players. So that was the only thing that like kind of scared me off as a best bet, but
0: yeah, I mean I, I could uh, I could see this being like a the um, Cowboys Titans game from Thursday night where yeah. It's it, it's not, you know, 40 something to whatever, you know what I mean? Like there's not a lot of points scored. But like I I don't see the Raiders would be lucky to score a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Right? That's a good call on like, the on the, the Cowboys Titans. I think it's a very similar game. Yeah. In so. terms of style and and I think the Niners can kind of sit on the ball and, and just kinda of play just to get out of there, you know.
0: Yeah. And I've been saying it since October, the Niners are the best team in football. It's just them So
1: Yeah, man. It's um, crazy. They they're they're just fucking loaded.
0: Yeah, they're insane. Vikings-Packers, just the weirdest line, in my opinion. Um, Packers at home, minus three against the Vikings. I know it's Aaron Rodgers. three and a half. Yeah, I know Aaron Rodgers at home went out to get a playoff spot, but I've said it all year, the Vikings find ways to win football games. Um, this is not one of my best bets, but I will be taking Vikings plus three and the money line. I just, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't really have much logic to it be- other than <laughs> the Vikings continue to be disrespected. So,
1: yeah, I, I, I would probably lean Packers just because I think the Vikings, I don't know, like they don't really, the, the thing is like the Vikings, they all they do is point game so you might be smart just salt grabbing the three but again like what's the motivation here for the Vikings like they're they're, they're still
0: alive for the loss. one seed you can yeah, still get home but field. like
1: they would need they would need the Eagles to lose to the last two games, right?
0: I mean which I mean yeah it's because a lot the, but at the same the time the Eagles it's not beat impossible. the Vikings
1: uh, already so
0: I mean that, that's the same thing
1: do the Eagles play before the Vikings so they'll know
0: yeah the Eagles and the Saints play at one and Vikings Packers is a four o'clock game
1: okay so maybe like if the if the Saints upset the Eagles then you jump on the Vikings um, yeah and then vice versa if if the if the Eagles take care of business then you kind of load up on the Packers that would be my right. plan um and again kind of like tying in my conspiracy from earlier the NFL wants to see the Packers in the playoffs. They want that Packers Lions game Sunday night uh, next week. So
0: yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I just I have no reason. This all yeah, this line is also like begging you kind of take the Vikings because it's like the Vikings. It was, sh-
1: like I said, it was three and a half, and I was like, they shouldn't. Like it was they shouldn't be three
0: it. point dogs. They just shouldn't be three point dogs. But I- I'm gonna take it. So
1: So is that your one of your best bets? It is not. It is not.
0: I will Okay. It's not. It's I'll probably end up playing them plus three, but it's not one of my best bets. Um Chargers Rams. Battle of LA. I guess chilling in their own locker rooms, which is nice, but uh Baker Mayfield doing decent enough to keep the Rams relevant, I guess. Um, Chargers are minus six and a half. They just clinched the playoff spot last week. Congratulations to them. You see uh, Brandon Staley doing his uh, cat, cat camels or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah,
1: downward dog.
0: That? Yeah, that was
1: Yeah, um, that was uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> Elite. Um, yeah, ch- Chargers are minus six and a half right now. I got I don't give a shit about this game at all.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how you can bet this game. Um you don't. Yeah. I, I got nothing. To, like I said, the Chargers clinched last week, so they don't have their they don't have a ton of motivation.
0: Yeah, and they're not gonna win the who knows the division, so it doesn't even matter at this point. No, yeah.
1: And who who knows what you're gonna with the Rams from so
0: Are you yeah. are you happy anyway. to um are you happy to see Baker doing decent, doing yeah.
1: all right? Yeah, I am. I'm not one of those Browns fans that resent Baker for some reason. Um, okay. uh, I will never. I'll always. I will. I will never I'll, be a always root for him. You'll never. I'll be a Baker fan because of the because of Ohio State. Yeah, I get that. Um, well, that. But in terms,
0: then, go ahead. My bad.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say in terms, there's there's just like a weird section of Browns fans that like like have like hatred for, for Baker. Um, I just, I don't really get that. Like he was say what you want, but he was the best quarterback we had in my lifetime, um, up until, until this year. So, I mean, I hope he succeeds somewhere else. Hopefully it's in the NFC. Uh, maybe he'll stick with the Rams and maybe back up Stafford for a year or two and then take over. Um,
0: I hope not because I like the Rams and I like Sean McVay a lot. I do not want to see Freaking Mayfield play for the Rams.
1: So wait, you, you you don't like him because of the Ohio State thing, but what what's
0: well that, the other thing? Well that and just dude, I don't know. He's he's one of those guys that just as a player, like you just I just can't root for him.
1: Yeah.
0: I just like I don't know dude, like I just can't I, I, something about him just rubs me the wrong way, and I I will not like him as a player. I just won't.
1: Now he rubs a lot of people the wrong way, so you're not alone.
0: So and I, he and I don't think he's very good. Like yeah, whatever. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night, Steelers Ravens. Uh, as of today, Lamar Jackson confirmed out. Lamar, yep. or Lamar Huntley. Tyler Huntley will start for the uh, Ravens. I believe Kenny Pickett it, it will play for the Steelers. I have nothing here. Actually, I kind of have a lean on the Ravens' money line at home, and if they win, it makes Week 18 versus the Bengals a winner-take-all kind of uh, matchup. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaning Ravens' money line simply because I want the winner-take-all next week, but I don't have a best play here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't really have a play here either. Um, I, I just know this game, like the, if I had to, I mean, look at that total of 30 a half, like this game is going to be 19 to 14.
0: Yeah. This is, this is an to 12, game. You
1: know what I mean, like, yeah. this, you know, this is going to be in like the teens in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, we've seen this game every, every year, twice a year between these two teams. So, right. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch. I, I'll just kind of watch back or sit back and watch the mouth mash. Yeah,
0: sixteen fourteen. Uh, Ravens beat the Steelers 16-14 in the first matchup. So.
1: Yeah, this is just mouth mash. Yep. Fuck, I can't even say the word. It's too late for this. Smash
0: shit. mouth. There we
1: go. Smash mouth football. Yeah. AFC North. <laughs> let's fucking go. Let's fucking
0: go. Um. This one, the big one, Monday Night Football, Bills, Bengals, Paul Brown Stadium, expected 60 degrees, light breeze, football, weather in the Queen City. <laughs> I am so fucking pumped for this game. I'm so excited. I'm not a Bengals yeah, fan. Great, and, yeah. and let me let me set the record straight. I have nothing against the Bengals. Whenever I say something against that, like doesn't favor the Bengals or Bengals fans, they like come at my neck and think
1: they get very, de- they're very defensive, very
0: defensive. I like, I enjoy watching the Bengals. Like it's fun. Like they're a fun team to watch. I have no like or dislike towards them. I just, they're a good team. I enjoy watching them play. But I like the Bills too. Josh Allen is is super fun to watch. He has a very unique play style. And that is why my final best bet of the week will be Bill's Moneyline. Thank you.
1: Yeah. The boys are going to love that one.
0: Bill's Moneyline.
1: Uh, yeah. So the Bills are minus one and a half right now, it looks like. They, yep. that line, it's yep. kind of bounced around one, one and a half. I'd probably lean the Bengals here. Um, just because they're at home. Night game.
0: Yeah, and that um, is Gage's play, too. Gage is on the Bengals' money line.
1: Gage is, really? Ernie's not on the Bengals?
0: Nope. But wow. Gage is on the Bengals' money line.
1: Yeah, I'd probably lean. It's not a best bet. I'd probably lean. So I think the Bills, um, I don't know. Like I still worry that they can't really run the ball outside of Josh Allen.
0: Bills? They had like Bills got top ten rush offense in the NFL. What do you mean?
1: Yeah, but that's how much of that is Josh Allen? Like they had they had a nice little stretch when they played like the fucking Browns, who can't stop a, a goddamn nosebleed <laughs> on, on on the run D side of things where Singletary went off, but ever runs against the Browns, and then um, they had a couple other games like the Bears can't stop anybody they're on, the, on the ground, but the Bengals uh, they have a pretty um, well-rounded defense, great defensive coordinator. I'm hoping, as a as a uh, a Browns fan, I'm hoping that he gets a head coaching job somewhere because yeah. I don't want to see him in the division anymore. But
0: Devin Singletary, 790 yards this year, 52 game. James Cook has been has been looking solid the last few weeks. He's got almost 500 yards. I mean, obviously Josh Allen's got 700 and something yards, but
1: yeah, I don't. I mean, I th- he's, that, that, he's, that, he's the.
0: He's he's obviously a catalyst, but I mean, this is the first time in his career he can turn around and comfortably hand the ball off to the running back and not have to do it all himself.
1: I don't know. I'm I'm still a little skeptical that they can do it against the better defenses and the better teams. Right. Um. I think Josh Allen could win this game by himself because he's that he's that guy. Yeah. Um, and he has that capability, but I think the Bengals are a Top to bottom, I think they're a better team, and the fact that I'm getting them at home, I would I would lean the Bengals here. If this yeah. was in Buffalo, it'd be a different story.
0: Yeah, I think Paul Brown would be rocking. I think that's <laughs> definitely going to play into it. I like the over here. That's another lean of mine. But um, I, yeah, I just I mean, it's it's really kind of just pick your poison here, you know? What I mean, both have both are their the best two teams and the AFC outside of the Chiefs, I think the the one of these two teams will represent um, the AFC in the Super Bowl. I don't necessarily think the winner of it, you know what I mean? I just think one of them will be in the Super Bowl. Um, just yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel, I, I, it feels I, like a must win for Josh Allen. It's just I don't know why, and it's not a must. Well, win. they're
1: both on win streaks, so yeah, Bengals. It, it, it's it's going to be a great. Setting. It's going to be a great football.
0: Bengals on seven, and Bills on a six.
1: Uh, yeah, which, and this is, this is New Year's – well, this is the second, but it was basically like the New Year's Day Bulls where the Rose Bowl is going to lead right into the game, which yeah. is fucking awesome for <laughs> sports fans and football fans. Like, right. it's going to be glued to my TV. Uh, I cannot wait for this weekend, man.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I li- Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. But, uh, yeah, let's recap these picks real quick. Kind of get some uh, last thoughts and get the hell out of here. Um, Let's go through the boys' picks real quick. Ernie is on... Let me pull up these lines here. Ernie is on the Jaguars minus the three. He is on the Panthers... Plus 3.5 against Tampa Bay. And he is on the Jets. Minus 1.5 at Seattle. And Brother Gage is on Cardinals. Plus 3.5. I'm sorry, plus 6. He got it at the original line. Plus 3. But he'll get it at plus 6. He's on Commanders. Minus 2. And... Bengals, money line. And then, your boy, I am on Eagles Saints over 42.5. Niners, minus 9.5. And, and Bills, money line. Trent?
1: Yep, I'm on um, the Panthers as well. There's 3.5. The Browns, Getting two in Washington, and then give me the over in the Jets Seahawks uh, game there in the tw- at the uh, at the twelfth man. So Fair. I'm excited, man. This is gonna be a great this weekend. Is,
0: this, it's a great two Best or three days. Best weekend day. of the year. I think it it could. Is on it's better paper, than than March paper. Madness weekend. No, come on. Let's, no, let's keep our heads here a little bit. Best football weekend of the year, yes.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: gonna be a fun, exciting weekend. Any uh, final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, one final thought is I we were gonna do this pod yesterday before we had some technical difficulties, and I just reminded because I was looking at my notes here, and I one of my best bets was gonna be Maryland money line today, um, which is go. unfortunate because they already won. They uh, they already won, so I could have got a nice little win there. But, um, but yeah, that's all I got. Next next week, when we're all here, we'll have to do uh, a nice little draft at the end of uh, of the pod. Yeah, That'll yeah. Be a good one for you guys. Yeah,
0: we'll save that for next week. But, all right, Trent, go Buckeyes.
1: Let's go. Let's fucking let's go. fucking
0: go. Go Bucks. He's out. Go Horn Frogs. Peace out, y'all. See you next week.
1: Happy New Year, boys.